they turned it down because it would have actually been bad for them to do it to not have competition I don't know about that but like they, they said I remember wh- yeah when well when they when they turned it down they thought it would be a waste of money because the characters like if if DC isn't doing well it's because their characters suck oh yeah so they didn't want to buy this company and have these characters that hmm. weren't they weren't I've heard that before so like, but I, I read like a short article article about it yeah um, it's like it's kind of interesting to yeah think about like what if could you imagine Marvel Batman Marvel I could Superman. see them I could see them like if they had bought it out mm-hmm. keeping it under like the DC, DC but DC brand. is an imprint of Marvel right. Kind of like icon, but mm-hmm. not. Yeah. And if they would have done that, I feel like it would have been kind of cool because then we would get more crossovers. Because right now, the crossovers are like once in a blue moon. Yeah, well, they're almost taboo now, though. I mean, like, since the whole amalgam thing. Like, I think amalgam was a really cool idea. Mm. Not that it was done badly, I think it was just done at a wrong time. It was in the 90s, mm. which is, I don't know. I don't feel like it's the most beautiful time for comics. I can't... I don't like reading 90s comic books because I don't like the art in them. It's not as pretty. Yeah. I don't know. I'm just being picky. When did Civil War come out? It was early uh, 2000s, wasn't it? I want to say it was like 2008, 2009. It was actually more recent than we think it is. I think... It feels like... so Because that... Civil War was... I feel like when they started doing, like, the big events every year. Yeah. Yeah. And I guess there's been so many since then that it feels like it was forever ago that it happened. Yeah. I don't... I'm going to pull my phone out. Thank you, Internet. Maybe if my phone decides to work. So War was 2006. 2006. Okay. Everything that's, like... That I'm reading before that, there are a lot of like cr- big crossover events for X Men, but yeah, that was that was the first like really big one that they had done in a long time. It feels like since then they've had a ton of them. <sighs> okay, <sighs> do we want to talk about number ones and such? Let's do it. Okay. Are you... Yeah, I've been recording the whole time. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> hey! It's, it's more organic when I do that. I realize that. I'm half tempted to start doing it like this and just add an intro in post. Hmm. But then it feels weird going into it. Well, hey there, everybody. <laughs> Welcome to the final... Um, not the final episode. <laughs> Welcome to the final episode. <laughs> what? Yeah, we're actually taking our time out and actually making no. the final episode. No. Um, welcome to what you thought was going to be the long-forgotten episode number 41. Yeah. Should be 41, because 40 was Transmorphers, which is a bad movie review. It's an awful movie. It's really bad. But speaking of bad movies, before we get started, Sharknado 2 comes out at the end of the month. It does. It does. And um, a Sharknado iOS game. 
Okay, I didn't know it was on iOS. I did hear that there was going to be a video game. Yes, yeah, so it's going to be an iOS game. That's <sighs> going to be like a um, an unending runner type game. Hopefully, you have a chance. Have you seen Sharknado? Uh, I no, I haven't. No, but I'm just going to spoil the ending because I don't think anybody cares. There's like, I don't know that it's the last shark, but anyway, a shark eats the main character's daughter, and he like gets swallowed by the shark mm-hmm. that falls out of the sky. Luckily, he has a chainsaw and just, like, cuts right through the side. <laughs> it was nasty, but pretty awesome ending. So, yeah, I'll have to see it before the sequel comes out. Yeah. And when the sequel comes out, I will definitely talk about it in a bad movie mini-sode. I might have to have you and Mike do it with me, though. I want to do it. Because Mike seems like he I, appreciates bad movies like that. I don't want you to, to have to. Have that all to yourself. Uh, that was you, a traumatic experience. You need to, to share that with us. I definitely will. So, in this awesome episode 41, we're going to talk about number ones and not bathroom humor. That <laughs> joke. But before we do that, though, David, um, just real quickly, tell everyone why it's been so long <laughs> since we had a. Our why has last it been episode? almost three months? Maybe longer. Because I got a new job. I got a job um, where I am going... I'm training to be an over-the-road truck driver, meaning I am all over the United States. I've been to Texas a lot in the past few months, um, but I'm gone for most of the week. I get two to three days off a week, and David and I and Mike's schedule, they just don't converge very easily. So, so David, um, or Dave, excuse me, I don't want to confuse our <laughs> listeners. Uh, Dave, is everything really bigger in Texas? Um, traffic, I don't know if the traffic's bigger, it's just worse. I've been to Dallas a few times, and we almost got in an accident this week. Oh, no. But, um, the bugs are bigger in Texas. I can tell you the bugs are bigger. We were driving down the road, and it was... I don't know if it was early in the morning or later at night, but we're driving. And in Texas, you can drive like 80, 85 miles an hour down the interstate. Mm. And we're just driving, cruising along, me and my driver, because I'm not driving yet. We're just having a conversation, and just all of a sudden we just hear, Fuck! You hear what? Fuck. No. Oh, uh, <laughs> I, I was like, this is a family-friendly show, Dave. Come on. I was trying to do comic book sound effects. They don't work out loud. T-H-O-C-K. Wow. Wow. I'm sorry. So anyway, we hear this big noise, and basically a bug, I swear it had to have been the size of my phone, hits the, like, I didn't even see it hit. But you should have seen the guts. I mean, it was like a good, you know, two-inch round circle of just bug guts right in front of my driver's face. It was fantastic. Man. So, yeah, that's what I've been up to. And we're, we're trying to get this podcast back um, because I don't want to say goodbye to it. I don't think it's – I don't think anybody's ready to say goodbye to it. I'm not. Yeah, so bear with us as we uh, figure out our schedules, figure out a, a better way that we can do this on a more regular basis. Yep. So I promise it won't be another three months before you before you get another episode. If I have to, I will kidnap David and stick him in my bag, and we'll podcast after he resuscitates, after, you know, 
being stuck with my stinky socks. That doesn't sound like fun at all. My bag's probably big enough, though, to stick you in. I think that's a threat, ladies and gentlemen. I feel threatened. Anyway. <laughs> all right. I gotta quit sweating here. I... I audibly sound a, said a bad word, which wasn't a bad word, it was a sound effect, and now you're accusing me of possible homicide. Well, are your sweaty socks that bad? That it, <laughs> they that could it would be, be homicidal? They, they could be. So, um, are you... Oh, oh you're going to interrupt me now. I wasn't going to interrupt you, I was going to let you finish. Oh, okay. Uh, let's talk about number ones. Uh, like... First issues. Now, we're not going to talk about necessarily specific first issues of anything in particular. This is a conversation I've wanted to have for a while because when I go into a comic book shop, our comic book shop, my eyes automatically go to the number ones. What's new from Marvel? What's new from DC? Mm-hmm. Um, I really don't read a lot of other, you know, I don't read a lot of Image or mm-hmm. Icon or anything like that. Um, well, that's but, probably good because if you did, you'd be picking up. A different number one, like, every other week. Well, and I feel like I'm picking up a different number one because, um, well, Marvel, mm. um, therefore, well, actually, it, Marvel Now started, it, was that last year or two years ago? Marvel Now was, I'm pretty sure it was like two years ago. I think it was right when we started the podcast. Yeah. Um, and now they have the all-new Marvel Now. Which just restarted, I think. Those are like... It's like a few months. On issue five. A few months ago, yeah. Because I just got Daredevil issue five. Right, and and they're... um, I mean, they continually come out with new New books. books. Yeah. It's like... uh, What was it? Like, Dupe just started. Oh, yeah. The little book. The little green. Looks like Slimer. Yeah. From Ghostbusters, but he's part of X-Men. Yeah. Um, And a few others just recently started. But the reason I wanted to talk about this is I kind of wanted your opinion on what you thought of number ones. Are, do, you, do you think comic books are oversaturated with number ones? Do we have too many? Or is it a good idea to start a new number one every time you start a new storyline? Okay. I have mixed feelings about it. Okay. Because on one hand, I would prefer to have a continuing story um with i I like high numbers Mm -hmm. honestly i i like to just keep reading on and on and i feel like number ones have um just become too prevalent like it used to be like oh a number one that's a collectible right and and i i feel like that's the reason they keep starting over with number ones Mm -hmm. because you're gonna have those common people who like don't know any better and they're like ooh number one mm-hmm. let me pick that up because it'll be worth it'll something. be worth something well then if that is truly the case if they are actually valuable I'm sitting on a gold mine at home because I have so many number ones but that's the thing it, I very few books that you pick up these days um, are going to be worth anything anytime right because uh, unless it's like uh, like like Image, they had The Walking Dead not long ago. Mm-hmm. I mean, it's, it hasn't been an incredibly long time ago that The Walking Dead started. And um, issue number one of The Walking Dead is now worth a whole lot of money. Yeah. But as far as like Marvel and DC books, especially with how lately, whenever anything big happens, 
they promote it so far in advance mm-hmm. that there's no surprise to it. So it's not like like with your death of Superman mm-hmm. when that first happened, like that was a huge issue. Yeah. But now, like with the death of Wolverine, we know we know Wolverine's about it three months in advance. Right. Yeah. So there's no surprise to it. Everyone is going to have one. Yeah. So that's um, true. I hadn't really thought about it on that end. Yeah. Hmm. So with how heavily promoted everything is, and with how many number ones there are, mm-hmm. uh, nothing's worth anything. Okay. Now, as far as like story arc wise, like number one, you would think it's like it is a good jumping on point most of the time, but still uh, with a lot of the number ones, especially with like Marvel now, um, I feel like even at the beginning of those, they're still talking about what happened before the beginning yeah. of Marvel now. Yeah, so, I mean, because what. I just I read something that was a number one. I don't remember, but basically, I mean they've got a paragraph right there at the beginning of the book that if you read it, you don't have to go back and read the other ones. I mean, yeah, there's some gray areas, but you don't have to. You don't have to go back and read the last thirty to fifty issues of Daredevil, you know, because they kind of sum it up in that paragraph for what you need to know for this upcoming story arc, and. I guess for me, because I'm buying more books now, Mm -hmm. I still like number ones, Mm -hmm. but only if they're actually a new title. Like this week, today actually, I just picked up Grayson number one, which is a new title because, spoiler, and I haven't read it, but I guess in a previous Nightwing, um, Dick died. Or something like that. Something happened to where he died, and now he's back as, like, a super spy. Hmm. And I love spy movies. I like books like that, you know. So this intrigued me, and that's why I picked it up. Because, it one, it is a number one. Two, the concept is cool to me. Mm-hmm. But there's so many other books, you know. Like, today, I saw Deadpool number one. And it's just like... Wait. Yeah. There's a new Deadpool number There's a one? new Deadpool, but I don't know. I think it maybe like, it's it's still a Deadpool book, but I think it's like an offshoot. So it's like, I don't know, it was like Deadpool, Dracula, something. I don't remember what it was. Oddly enough, I didn't pick it up as much as I like Deadpool. But, I mean, I really, now, I really only want a number one if it's something new. You know, if in two months... Um, they relaunch Batman because Scott Snyder says, I'm done, let's move on with something else I want to write, you know, Green Lantern, or something like that. And they relaunch Batman because mm-hmm. of that. I don't know that I'd buy it because it's a number one. Right. If it's a story that picks up from what he was writing, I'd be, excuse me, I'd be more apt to pick it up. Now, um, while we're talking about this right here... Sometimes, like, there are books that they start at a number one just because it's convenient. Like, um, Daredevil. Yeah. I'm pretty sure when they switched from the old numbering to the new number one, they kept the same writer. Um, yeah. And the same artist, right? Oh, yeah, because, um, with, are you talking about with Marvel Now? Right. With Marvel Now, they had Daredevil, which was, uh, Mark Wade and Chris Samney. Mm-hmm. They were doing the books. And as far as I know, when all new Marvel now came over, it's still the same team, mm-hmm. but they restarted the numbering. Right. 
Which is like it doesn't that doesn't make any sense to me. Right. Like why would they do that? Yeah. Beside, except for just storyline number one. Yeah. Well, and then that's where I'm like, it makes sense for storyline purposes, but mm-hmm. it's like, is there? And this is, I think, a really big thing for a lot of comic book fans. Is mm-hmm. is there a better way to? Is there a better way for this to work? Can you still keep the numbering? Are we ever going to see an Amazing Spider-Man number seven hundred again? You know, uh, not the way we're going. Here's, you know, here's my theory on it. Um, why do we need numbering at all anymore? I feel like if they go back and they just, well, if they like start just releasing it as like a month year, mm-hmm. that way so it's twelve issues a year. And that's one storyline? Is that what you're saying? Right. Okay. Yeah, if they just release, like, well, most books are monthly. Yeah. Uh, not all. I, I realize that. And, and that could that could hurt, like, the books that aren't monthly. Right. Um, they would still have to do something else. Yeah. But um, as far as the books that are monthly, why don't they just do, like, a month a year? That would help people who, like, don't necessarily follow the books all the time. Right. They would be like, oh, well, this is for this is when this came out. Mm-hmm. And you wouldn't have to worry about, oh, it's a new story. Let's stick a number one on there. Yeah. It could work, but if you're going to do storylines, I think it's kind of nice because, you know, let's say, let's say we have a friend that isn't into comic books as much as maybe we are. Um, and you want to recommend a, a book to them. Mm. Um, I think it would be easier... Well, I mean, if you keep with, you know, the 12 months as a storyline, I mean, if you start... Let's say you're reading Spider-Man, and it's October. You know, you, the person can't pick it up from the October issue. they got to go all the way back to January or wait until the next January. Well, well I, I'm not necessarily saying, like, every storyline is going to be broken up into 12 parts. Oh, okay. But, um, I mean, what's wrong with how they've always done it, where it was like, they had the, in smaller prints, like, the storyline title, and then, like, part one, part part two, of however many Well, it's kind of like the way they're doing Original Sin right now. It's Original Sin, and then they have part one of eight, or Mm -hmm. whatever. That makes sense to me. I, I wish that's the way they would do it, so you know, okay, there are a total of eight books in this story arc. I can either pick it up now... Mm. and get the back issues, or I can wait until after this eighth issue and there's going to be a new story arc. Mm. That, for me, um, I think that would be awesome. I wish it was kind of that way when I started reading comic books, because when I started reading comic books, which was just a few years ago, mm-hmm. when we were talking two, three years ago, right before we started this podcast, um, that's what I, I would go in there, and that's why I have so many number ones. I don't have a complete run of anything because of when I was doing it and I'm like well I don't want to jump in to Spider-Man issue 600 or you know 670 or anything like that Um, so that was really I would actually prefer you know if you're going to do storylines put the storyline as kind of a not a byline but you know a subline Mm -hmm. on the book I think that makes sense yeah, I I don't know. I feel like 
by releasing all of these number ones, they are trying to uh, up sales. Because if you talk to like like Sean, who owns our local comic book shop, mm-hmm. he'll tell you when they release number ones, sales go up mm-hmm. because collectors like number ones. Yeah, even if they might probably most likely won't be worth anything people yeah. still like to buy number ones yeah. because the common collector thinks like I said yeah, number one is valuable number one will be valuable mm-hmm. and that's not the case the majority of the time okay so here's an offshoot I was just thinking of talking about number ones what about variant covers I don't know what your thoughts are on variant covers I like variant covers. Mm-hmm. I think because I really like different styles of art. So, like one of the popular variant covers lately have been like the Scotty Young covers. Um, Scotty Young has his very unique style mm-hmm. of art. So to have like all these different covers with his style of art, I think that's really neat. Yeah. Um, and. A lot of people don't realize like how variant covers work, like how the different comic book stores get these variant covers. You have to order so many of the original cover to get certain variants. Right. So that's why you'll see some variants that cost so much. It's because to make their money back, they have to raise the price of those limited variants yeah. to make back how many they had to order of the mm-hmm. original. Yeah, I mean, that's my thing. You you were talking about Scotty Young. Those are my favorite variant covers, you know, the the babies, you know. And mm-hmm. I do, I probably have five or six Scotty Young variants at home. And it's kind of funny because I didn't understand how variants work. I was just like, oh, they just popped on a new cover for this. And then I'd go up to the to check out and it's like, this is going to be a $12 issue. I'm like, crap, now I'm not going to read it, you know. <laughs> Um, just because I like the art so much, and I don't want to damage it. Um, do you think there are too many variant covers? Because, I mean, when you look on... Because I think I use, like, you know, comiclist.com or something like mm-hmm. that to kind of see what what do I want for my pull list. Um, you do see, I mean, like, variant A, B, C, D, E, F. I mean, I think I've seen it all the way up to J before. You know, I mean, is it too much? Well, when you see, when you look and you see all those different variants, mm-hmm. a lot of those are variants that are like limited to certain retailers. Okay. Like, uh, for instance, my wife and I just took a trip to, to New York not long ago. Rub it in. And, <laughs> uh, but I stopped at Midtown Comics mm-hmm. in New York, and they have a lot of books that are just created for Midtown Comics. So when you see those high letters, a lot of times some of those are going to be okay. just for specific retailers. Um, but then they also have those that you have to order like, like hundreds of copies of a book to get. And those are very limited right. as well. So, I mean, I don't think there are too many of them mm-hmm. because most most of the retailers aren't going to have like A through J cover. Right. Like, with Sean, you might have, like, A through E. Yeah. Or something like that. But I like having all the different styles of covers. Okay. Because then, if you're like, I really like that style of art, then you can pick up that cover. And you don't necessarily have to get all of the variants. Um, now, if you're a really heavy collector, mm-hmm. 
and you like to buy every variant of a book, yeah, then yeah, it can be a little excessive. <laughs> yeah. Uh, but for me, like, I'm not going to buy a variant unless I really connect to that art. Yeah. It's kind of... I'm a collector, but I'm not that big of a collector. Okay. Um, so I guess it just depends on who you are. Yeah. Speaking of art... Are you really picky about the art in the... I guess we were kind of talking about this mm. a few minutes ago. Are you really picky about the <clears throat> art when you go to pick up a book? Or is it kind of the character? I know we're going to hit in a bunch of topics, but mm. we haven't really... We haven't spent an episode actually talking about comic books. I think <laughs> the last time we actually talked about comic book comic books was back when um, the whole if- Infinity event and mm. like all 702 crossover right. issues. <laughs> um, but yeah, are you real? Are you picky? Like, you know, when you go into the comic shop, um, if there's a title you've never seen before, mm. are you more apt to pick it up if you like the art, or do you go more with who wrote it? Or is it a combination? Or does it even matter to you? Is it more the character? Well, it's definitely a combination of things. Um, obviously there are those characters that I connect with that no matter who's drawing it and no matter who is writing it, I'm probably still going to pick it up. Okay. Uh, like, like Green Lantern, if you could have like the worst writer in the world and I'd probably still read it. Right. <laughs> um, but as far as like new books that I've ha- have nothing, know nothing about, especially like the independent books, mm-hmm. Uh, unless they have like art that I really enjoy and a storyline that that I already know is going to be good, uh, then I'm probably not going to pick it up. Right. For like independent books, unless someone else has recommended it to me, I'm mostly most of the time don't pick it up. Yeah. Okay. I know. Like I said, we're just kind of covering weird topics. I don't know, is there anything? I feel like I'm leading discussion here. Is there anything? What well, you want to talk about? Do you want, is there anything you want to get off your chest? Share with me and our listeners. I want my cat to get off the table. <laughs> Stupid uh, cats. But um, what about you, David? What what makes you pick up a book? Um, primarily. Um, Deadpool. Yeah. <laughs> no. Although that would be pretty cool. I'd like to see, like, you know, a hidden Deadpool in each Marvel cover. I don't know. That's just the sickness in me, I guess. Um, I could see them doing, like, a Deadpool month where there's a Deadpool on... Every cover. Every cover. I know they've done variants like them before. Uh, you know, it's... <clears throat> For me, I think... Well, like you said, you know, it, it kind of depends. Um, last week, I went in and I picked up Rocket Raccoon because Scotty Young is writing and drawing it. Mm. And I'm absolutely in love with the way he draws. And I um, thought you were right to say you're absolutely in love with Scotty Young. Well, that yeah. too. I, I have a man crush on Scotty Young. That's awkward. Um, <laughs> He's a nice guy. Yeah, I mean, I've talked to him on Twitter, you know. 140 characters. We've got a connection. <laughs> I uh, shaking his hand and he <laughs> signed something for me. That's a that's as far as our relationship goes. It's <sighs> closer than I've ever gotten. We've never had physical contact. This is getting weird. <laughs> um. So, yeah, I mean, I picked up Rocket Raccoon because 
of I mean, yeah, I think the idea of Rocket Raccoon is cool. With Guardians coming up, I've seen footage of Rocket, and I think that's cool. So there's a little bit the character, but if it doesn't matter what Scotty was, you know, drawing and or writing, I prefer that he draws it. Um, I pick it up regardless. Mm-hmm. But you know, um, and I guess maybe that's really my. Pr- I mean, I love the art. You know, with with Daredevil, mm-hmm. I picked it up because of the art, and I heard that Mark Wade was doing a fantastic job writing it, mm-hmm. and they meshed. Same thing with Hawkeye um, last year, whenever Hawkeye started coming out. Um, Batman, I picked up because it's Batman, right? And I also heard that Scott Snyder is doing a fantastic job, and I like Greg Capullo's art. So, it kind of depends. I don't think I've ever picked something up solely for um, the character. Mm-hmm. I mean, Batman I heard about before, and yeah, I like Batman, but the art was fantastic. I think art is really what draws me into it, because mm-hmm. you can have a good storyline and crappy art, and I don't want to pick it up. I'm sure there are a lot of books that I'm missing out on because I don't pick it up because I don't like the art style. Mm. And I'm sure some people get really upset with me for that. That's one reason why it takes me 45 minutes to pick up two books. <laughs> Sorry, Sean. Well, going back to the, the topic of number ones, mm-hmm. uh, with DC, there's been a lot of speculation that maybe not in the super near future, but in the future at some point... The New 52 is going to end. Right, because, I mean, right now we've got the Future's End right. storyline kind of going on. Not that I'm reading any of that. But. Which, from what I understand, is actually going to go for a whole year. Uh, it's going to be like a year-long story arc. Um, hmm. So, I mean, that's a long time for a, for a story. That's true. So, who knows how that would end. Right. So, if, if that did end, and DC were to end uh, the New 52, do you think they would pick up the numbering back where they left off before New 52? Or do you think they would be like, number one, everybody buy our books? I really feel like they're going to go with number one. I mean, again, it goes back to, you know, yeah, they're trying to appease the readers, Mm -hmm. but they want to appease collectors too. Yeah. Because if you get enough collectors on the bandwagon, they're going to sell a whole lot more. Mm. Um, kind of like what, um, like with Amazing Spider-Man number one. Yeah. Uh, I mean, from what I understand, that was a really high-selling issue, yep. mainly because it was like Amazing Spider-Man is back. It's yeah. A new number one. Yep. I bought it. I bought it. Mm-hmm. And again, I didn't buy it because it was a number one. Mm-hmm. Oddly enough, I know a lot of people probably. But did you buy the? Superior Spider-Man issue that came out before that? No. Exactly. Yeah, I mean, I drop. I mean, I probably would have if I would have been consistently reading Superior Spider-Man, mm-hmm. which uh, is coming back, by the way. Yeah, I saw that. That leading into Spider-Verse, which is another topic entirely. We'll talk about that after it's here. <sighs> um, but yeah, and do you know what they're doing? I saw when I was at Comics Cube today. There is a Spider-Man book out. It's like hundred like. It's like an an anniversary thing going on. It's just called Spider-Man. Nope. The art is very, um... Oh, what's his name? It's very painterly, like, um... 
Alex Ross. It's mm. kind of, it, I mean, it's a lot darker and maybe a little, I don't want to use the word gritty, but it's a lot darker looking, but yeah, something is just called Spider-Man, hmm. like 100th anniversary or something like that. I don't know what that is, but. No, no idea. Okay. Well, never mind then. Um, well, I can't ask you what's on your pull list because <sighs> you didn't get anything. But you're normally reading Walking Dead, right? Yeah, I'll pr- um, I need to see in the comic shop and pick up newest Walking Dead. I should have asked you before I went in there, but I didn't. I'm a jerk. I, on the other hand, have a lot of books. I don't even know that I can remember exactly what I picked up. I picked up Grayson number one, which I talked about. Uh, Spider-Man 2099 number one. Holy crap, I picked out a lot of number ones. <laughs> Daredevil number five which I'm actually four issues behind. I picked up um, Point One, which came out last week. I have books for you. Okay. Um, I've been reading... Well, I've got all of Original... Well, all of Original Sin, except for the first two. Which you have now. Which I have now, because David's an awesome dude. Um... Ladies and gentlemen, if you ever go on vacation, hit up a comic book shop that you don't normally hit up because you might find some stuff that your local comic book shop does not have, and like original sin number one and two. Yeah, that I really, really needed because somebody... Okay, I posted this on Facebook. I'm going to rant. Can you give me about five minutes to rant? Go for it. I go into the comic book shop, and I know that original sin's out, and I'm kind of interested in it because there's a new spider person, Silk. And I'm like, this sounds interesting. Have you heard about Silk? Yeah. Yeah. Uh, I'll inform listeners. If you don't know, basically there was a second person that got bit by the same spider that bit Peter Parker, and she goes by Silk. Um, yeah, it's a girl. So I was interested in that. That's the reason I wanted to check this out, because I was like, eh, maybe it'll be good. I go in, and I don't see any original sin number one, but I picked up like three and four. Mm. And so I'm like, I'm looking around and I see Original Sins, number one. Maybe this is just a misprint. You know, they just messed up. Because that happens sometimes. No, I took it home and I was really upset with that issue. Basically, it was um, kind of like like zero a zero issue for some books that are coming out. There's going to be a Deathlock book come out, surprise, due to Agents of S.H.I.E.L.D., that actually looks interesting. But then there were some other books that, you know, like a new Young Avengers book and some other stuff that I'm totally not even interested in. Mm. Just kind of a waste of my 4 or $5. But really upset about that. But I can't wait to read Original Sin. I have... There's only... Uh, three more books out. I think so. So, six, seven, and eight. Mm-hmm. And um, I do have to say, I did read five. I read, I read three, four, and five. Because I couldn't not read them. I needed something to read this week while right. I was working. And, uh, things get a little crazy. We learn a little bit more about Nick Fury. I'll leave it at that. Um, but, yeah, I've got a whole bunch of books, actually. I've got books in my car. So, anyway, um... Well, while you're talking about Original Sin and Original Sins... Yes. What do you think of, like crossovers and how many books that they've put into 
the different crossovers? Um, like with Original Sin, there's Original Sin, Original Sins, and then like three or four other books. Yeah, there's some like there's a Thor and Loki book. Yeah, um, Iron Man and Hulk. Um, maybe one other one. I'm not reading them, but I don't think that it affects the story at all. Mm. Um, which is kind of cool. This is I'm kind of cool that this is the first event that I'm actually reading all of, mm-hmm. and I don't feel like I have to have those other books. Yeah, they mention some other characters, but not to the point where I have to read them, where I'm even interested in reading them. So, I mean, I know we talked a lot about tie-in issues and stuff like that, but, mm. I mean, for what I'm reading right now, it doesn't matter. Now, Civil War, um, yeah, you could read it all, like, you know, you could read all 12 issues, I think, were there 12 issues? Seven. Seven. Okay, there are seven issues of Civil War. I don't know why I was thinking 12. Or you could actually go and read the other 130, like, literally 130 issues mm. that went along with it, which I've done. Um, and sure, it adds some things to it, but... See, I feel like Civil War was the one where it added a lot to it mm-hmm. because there were so many tie-ins, and now some added more than others. Oh, yeah. Obviously, there were some tie-ins that weren't even really tie-ins. They pretty much had the Civil War banner on there to get people mm-hmm. to buy them. Exactly. Uh, and that's what bothers me about some crossovers. Yeah. They stick the banner on there because somebody who's reading the the initial series, they're like, oh, that has to do with this story. They buy it and they read it and they're like, well, that's what, what happened with me with Original Sins. Mm. There was an S on there and I just, I'm a dummy, you know? I, jeez. Before, a couple weeks ago, I hadn't walked into our comic book shop maybe more than once and I bought one book. Mm. You know? So, how am I supposed to know? I try and keep up with it, but there's so many books coming out from DC and Marvel mm. each week, each month, I can't keep track of it. So, well, I was frustrated when that happened. Let me plug a website. Please do. Um, there, there's two websites that I use to keep track of the books that I get. Uh, one is the Comixology Pull List website. Okay. I think it's like pulllist.comixology.com or something. Okay. If you just Google Comixology and Pull List, it'll be the first option. Cool. So you go in there, and you can actually, um, if you have a local comic book shop that is a partner with Comixology, then Which you ours could, is. Ours is, yes. Um, if you connect to that uh, comic book shop, then you can control your entire pull list straight from your own personal computer. Uh, that way, uh, that way, if your uh, comic book shop owner forgets to add something, you can add it to your own pull list. Hmm. I had a few times where I had a book that I had told them I wanted to subscribe to that the next time the next issue came out, I went in there, and it wasn't there. That's when I kind of did my own research, figured out that I can make my own pull list here at home. Hmm. I'm looking it up right now. Now, the other website that I suggest is a website called Comic List. Yeah, that's uh, the one I use. Yes, Comic List is has a better reference on, like, what all is coming out. Yeah. Uh... It has a straight-up list, and then they change it every week. If something gets delayed mm-hmm. or uh, or whenever uh, the new stuff comes out, like, way in advance, they add it to the list. And it, it's a great um, reference tool. What I do is I go on comic lists, I see what's coming out, and then if I see something that I like, I'll add it to my pull list super far in advance. That way, when it comes around to coming out, I already know it's there. Right. 
I'm definitely going to have to do that because I'm in there a lot more often mm-hmm. now. And I think I went in there last week, and I picked up Rocket Raccoon number one without even reading it, and I told him, I was like, I want this in my folder um, from now on. Because, mm-hmm. yeah, we've talked about that. So, cool. I appreciate that. I'm actually going to do all that stuff after we get done with this. Yeah. Um, Trying to get the word out. That way people can make their own pull list. Because we want to talk about comic books more. Mm-hmm. Um, also, in August, Guardians of the Galaxy comes out. Yeah. Woo, And honestly, that might be the next episode we actually end up doing, is yeah. Guardians. Yeah. Um, um, I mean... I, it, it's the 10th. Guardians comes out the, the first week of August. Mm-hmm. And... We'll see. I'll try and sneak and, and in a couple bad movies. Since since Dave and I don't get to hang out very often, we don't want to have to record an episode every time we hang out. Yeah. So we hope you understand. If yeah. not, well, I don't know. We love you, you guys. You know what you could do? You could email us at feedback at geekthispodcast.com. Or just comments on something. Anything. Yeah, yeah, do that too. Um Like I said, normally we do well, we haven't done pull list in a while, but whatever. Do you have any recommendations? You've you've been gaming, I'm assuming, and um, fun things like that. No. If you have a Vita, <laughs> if you own a Vita, uh-huh. uh, pick up the remaster of Final Fantasy X and X Two. It is fantastic. Um, Final Fantasy X was the first Final Fantasy game to come out for the PlayStation Two. That's how old. It, uh, that's, that's how long ago it was. It was the first Final Fantasy game to have any voiceover work. Um, so it's kind of an older game. It looks beautiful on um, both the Vita and the, the PlayStation 3. Four. Uh, 3. 3. 3. Oh. Yeah, they released the remaster for 3 for some um, odd reason. That is weird. Yeah. Um, but yes, they check, it, check that out if you have a PlayStation 3 or a Vita and you enjoy... Uh, Japanese role-playing games. Cool. Is that it? <laughs> I'm sure I can think of something else. I mean... Well, my recommendation... Oh, what am I going to recommend? What am I going to recommend? Well, I got an Xbox 360. Yes, last generation. Um, I've gotten quite a few games for it. I've uh, been playing a lot of Minecraft with my daughter. Um, I'm really getting into Red Dead Redemption. Also... Um, the Walking Dead game that is on there. I'm. Do you have the 400 days? Yes. I haven't got there yet. I think I'm on chapter four or five, or episode four or five, and I cannot wait to get to season two. And also, I'm just gonna plug it now, even though I haven't officially started it yet. But I'm starting a gaming channel for on YouTube called Dave Plays. I don't have a link for it yet, but um, I'll put a link in the show notes. But it'll be cool because you get to listen to me talk while I play video games, and you can see how bad I suck. Now, um, right now, Xbox 360 is having a huge, like, ultimate gaming sale. Yes. Have you picked up anything with this huge sale yet? Uh, actually, I just picked up Skyrim. Mm. Ten dollars! Ten dollars! Ten dollars! Which is kind of cool, because I've already played it a little bit. I borrowed my brother's Xbox, so Mm. my achievements will work and all that good stuff, so... I don't have to, you know, start all over. I hate doing that. Um, 
So if you have a 360, go pick up Skyrim for ten dollars. Yeah, I mean, there's some really, I mean, really popular games, and I mean, Skyrim's a huge one mm-hmm. for ten dollars. It was seventy five percent off. So it's like, how do you beat that? Was it the um like the? It wasn't like the legendary edition or whatever that is. Lame. I know. Maybe they'll give me a free upgrade since I'm so cool. <laughs> I doubt it. Thanks, Microsoft. Um, but hopefully next episode we'll have Mike here. I mean, if we talk about Guardians, we're absolutely going to have Mike on here because I don't know who's more excited out of the three of us. Me, him, or you. I think we're all pretty excited. I think every everyone that I know is excited for yeah. this movie. I mean, I, I mean, not everyone I know, but everyone I know that... Who cares. Cares, yeah. <laughs> I mean, this is going to be... Different. Well, it's going to be... Yeah, it's different. I mean, I think we were talking before. We started recording officially. You know, I love my superhero movies and somebody... I think Ben DeBono from the Sci-Fi Christian um, plug. Uh, he actually posted something on Facebook. you got to understand, Ben, he's not... a fan of like Marvel movies and mm. he actually posted something where there's like a bunch of screenshots like oh you think you've seen this before well here's where you've seen it you know like you saw this in Iron Man 2 you saw this in Iron Man 3 like Iron Man 2 was like all the, the other Iron Man robots mm. well and then Iron Man 3 was all the other suits right so it's like yeah you've seen some of this stuff before but Guardians of the Galaxy is like totally new mm. um and I'm excited because it could be the new big thing for Marvel Studios. And Well, I just... I don't think they will, uh, because they haven't yet. But I hope they don't oversaturate it. Yeah. Like, and so far, like, it, I mean, it's less than a month until it comes out. And besides just a few like, trailers here and there, mm-hmm. I haven't seen a whole lot for Guardians. Yeah. So it's not like they're putting it everywhere, which yeah. I think could come back to bite them in the butt. Okay. But... I don't know. You, you got Uga Chaka. Whatever. <laughs> you got that. Um, It'll be good. I I'm excited for it. Um, I think... I mean, as far as movies go... I don't know that I'm... A, I mean, yeah, I want to see Rise of the Planet of the... Or mm. Dawn of the Planet of the Apes. But... Comes out... Tomorrow. Tonight. Yeah. <laughs> Depending on when you're listening to it, comes right. out. Yeah, whatever the, day tomorrow is. The twelfth. Or eleventh. 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 Yeah. Whatever. Whatever. You know. Um, Friday. Yeah. Um, I don't know that there's anything else that I'm really excited about. I'm kind of sick and tired of hearing about Batman versus Superman. No, I. I've heard too much about it in the past couple weeks. Have you seen the uh, the image of Superman? Yeah. Yeah. It's Superman. Superman. <laughs> I'm not a real big Superman fan. I we've okay. Well, here's the deal. If you want to hear somebody um, defend Superman, go way, way, way back in Geek This Podcast history to where we had our first guest, Ben Avery, mm. and uh, I interviewed him because he wrote. Um, some comic books. He's still re- writing comic books. I actually just picked up um, The Life and Times of Julius Destructus. Fantastic book by him and Tim Barron. Um, but yes, he actually defends Superman and why Superman's awesome. But I still don't like Superman. <laughs> so, um... I, I enjoyed um, 
I enjoyed the last Superman movie, Man of Steel. I need to watch it again. But, I don't know. I I liked how Marvel built up to the big team movie. Mm-hmm. I feel like DC is kind of just jumping headfirst. Yeah. So, we'll see. Um, boy, I think that's like the most nerd rage we've gotten in an episode. I mean, other than maybe a bad movie episode. <laughs> So, all right, with that, we're going we're gonna to say goodbye. Um, thank you guys so much for listening. Please let us know what you want us to talk about next. See if, if there's anything that we can do separately that you'd like to hear, you know, a certain opinion that you'd like to hear, um, anything. Uh, I'm going to try and get more bad movie reviews up so you guys can hear those. Because um, so, those are fun to do. My wife hates, you know, when I lock myself in a room for two hours and watch a really crappy movie and I come out and my, like, eyes are bleeding. (laughs) So, So, from uh, Geek This Podcast Studios in Kokomo, Indiana, Dave Clements signing off. And David Hunt also signing off. You can't sign off, too. You have to say something else. No, I I want to sign off as well. (sighs) You know what you could do? You still Ben Avery's Godspeed. He'll get a kick out of that. I don't know. Bye, everyone. (laughs) Thanks for listening to Geek This Podcast with David Clements and David Hunt. You can check us out on Facebook at facebook.com slash geekthispodcast. You can also check us out on Twitter at geekthispodcast. Leave us a voicemail and give us feedback by calling 765-416-3651 and be sure to subscribe at geekthispodcast.com slash iTunes. For previous episodes, be sure to check out geekthispodcast.com.